Hello everyone, welcome to the Unlimited Chelsea podcast. My name is Maxwell and I'll be your host today as always. We've got lots to talk about and lots to catch up on. Um, I'll try to be more frequent with these podcasts. I know it's been about a month since I released my last one. It's been a little bit busy with school, um, but now I'm starting to chill out again and uh, hoping to release some more frequent podcasts for you guys. I appreciate you listening. Um, and yeah, so let's get going. First thing I want to talk about is the Europa League game versus Beit Borisov. So they're first in the uh, Premier League in Belarus. Um, up until this point, I had no idea who they were. Um, but overall, you know, Chelsea played pretty solid. It was a nice 3-1 win. And boy, you know, the only thing that you can seem to talk about right now is that Ruben Loftus-Cheek hat trick. My word, that was an amazing display. Um, and I have nothing but praise for Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Um, and honestly, I think right now he definitely deserves some time in the Premier League. Um, but right now, you know, our midfield, like, it, it's, it's amazing what happens in a year. You know how last year we almost had no depth. And this year we have a stacked midfield. Like, you know, take a look at Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Look at all this competition. You got Ross Barkley. He's doing amazing right now. You got Mateo Kovacic. He's already proven. You got, you know, old reliable Fabregas. You know, looking at this, like our midfield is absolutely stacked. So looking at that, you know, who would Ruben Loftus-Cheek put on the bench? At the moment, I think it's it's pretty tough competition between Loftus-Cheek Barkley and Kovacic and to be honest I think Sarri is going to rotate all three of them I think they're all going to be key members of the squad and I think that Sarri is definitely going to rotate those guys um, but we'll get more on that later um, something that I do want to talk about though is I definitely think that Hudson Odoi deserves more time he, he, he needs to play more or else I don't know I, he might ask for a loan next year you never know um but he definitely, definitely deserves more time. He came on in the 60th minute. So, you know, he got about half half an hour um, of play time. And he looked, he looked pretty good. Um, but I definitely think that he should have started that game. You know, like, Willian started, like, a stupid amount of games. Give the guy a break. You know, he's, he's done he's done all right. But, like, you know, you can, you can rest your wingers, right? You know, I, I mean, you probably... <laughs> Like, when you look at our wingers right now, like, I think the top two that we have are Hazard and Pedro, and then you got William and hudson Odoi and Victor Moses. You know, you don't have to start, you know, if, if Hazard's not playing, you don't always have to start William and Pedro, you know. William's pretty versatile. You can play on the left and you can play on the right. So why not start hudson Odoi in one of those times? Um, he needs more minutes, and on my personal plan, I definitely think he needs a loan in the future, maybe like Derby County, or else one of these Bundesliga teams is going to come knocking for a transfer. I mean, just look at Jaden Sancho, look at Reese Nelson. Those guys are absolutely lighting it up in the Bundesliga. And if Chelsea don't play Hatton O'Doy more often, who knows who's going to come knocking. Um, but anyways, back to Europa, you know, the Sarri system's working pretty well. You know, we had 69% possession. That's, that's pretty solid. Um, 23 shots, 91% passing. The only thing that kind of annoyed me about this game is that we kind of let that one goal slip in the 79th minute. I definitely think we should have got the clean sheet. We were definitely playing. I think it was just more so of a uh, just kind of waiting for the game to finish. You know, they already had a 3-0 lead at that point. Um, but overall, I think we have a good chance of winning this group and probably winning the competition. But also, don't forget... 
that there's those teams that slip in from the UCL. So looking at the table right now, you know, Monaco, Tottenham, PSG, or Napoli, Benefica, and Valencia all have possible chances of slipping into the UCL, and that's some pretty good competition. You know, there are some pretty decent teams in the Europa League. You know, you got like uh, Bayer Leverkusen, Zenit, Arsenal, Sporting, AC Milan are pretty bad. Um, Sevilla, Sevilla, you can't, you never forget about Sevilla in the Europa League. I mean, this that competition is basically theirs. Um, but, you know, Monaco, Tottenham, PSG even, like, you know, I can't believe they're third in their group. Um, so, you know, I think we have a good chance of winning this competition. But on the other hand, there's going to be some good competition coming in as well. Um, and then also moving on, we have the Carabao Cup game versus Derby on Halloween Day. And I guess the big talking point of this game is the allowance of Mason Mount and Tomori to play. So we all know Mason Mount. I mean, he's pretty much setting up his legacy as wanting to be the next Frank Lampard and being the first person to break into Chelsea after John Terry. Um, we also can't forget about Tomori. You know, he got mad of the match last time out and he put in a very solid defensive display. Um... And now, to be honest, my two cents on this, I'm pretty sure the only reason why Chelsea would ever let these two people play is because a club legend, Frank Lampard, is managing. Anyone else would have been told no. I, like, I guarantee it. Um, but also, this got me thinking, maybe this will also start happening with Aston Villa, because you got John Terry coaching there. Um, as for the lineup, uh, I feel like you don't need to put out too strong of a team. As always, I'd like to see Hudson Odoi and, and Padu get some minutes, but you know, I'm also going to throw in a wild card, and I also maybe, just maybe, just maybe, think that Lucas Piazon might get a start. Maybe. Maybe, no promises. Um, now, another thing I want to talk about is uh, the Ross Barkley Revival. I'm honestly lost for words. Ross Barkley has been blowing my mind lately. He's been playing absolutely incredible. I mean, he's the first English player to score three games in a row for Chelsea since Frank Lampard. That's pretty good. You know, it's, the, it's those English number eights. You gotta love them, right? Um, at first, I was kind of confused by a signing, you know, coming off after an injury. Um, but Ross Barkley, to me seems to be like the perfect explanation of if you work hard, it'll pay off. You know, he trained super hard in the summer and apparently he watched videos of Sari all summer to figure out his system. And honestly, that's incredible. And you know what? It won him over. You know, look at him. He's already started. Let's see here. Two, nine. So you see, I started about 11 games this season for Chelsea and you know he only played about five last season but he's played absolutely incredible you know he's got three goals three assists in the Premier League you know he has a passing percentage of 92 percent in the Prem that's outstanding you know his passing's doing pretty good um nice long shots and you know what he's showing glimpses of what he was like at Everton with that deadly attacking midfielder scoring you know it's been so long since Chelsea have had an attacking midfielder that could net in a few goals you know just look at the game versus Burnley I was terrified against this game because you know we looked at our lineup and we had no solid goal threat 
that came out. But, you know, Ross Barkley is emerging as one of those goal threats for Chelsea. Um, and you know what? All the power to him. He's been absolutely incredible. And I'm proud for him, you know? Like, at this point, his transfer is definitely seeming like a bargain. So, you know what? Good for you, Ross Barkley. Keep training. And I'd love to see you in the lineup a lot more because you're, you're doing absolutely incredible. So props for you. Um, on to the Burnley game. Uh, nice 4 nothing display. And as I said, you know... Hazard was gone, and, you know, Murat has been a fraction of his former self. Um, when I looked at the lineups for this game, I was uh, I was a little nervous, you know. You know, we started William Pedro again. Um, Barkley slotted his way in. Other than that, it was, you know, your pretty, pretty standard Chelsea lineup. Um, but I found it interesting because Ruben Loftus-Cheek played half this game, well, more than half of this game, at right wing because Pedro came off injured. Um, came off in the 30th minute, and then Pedro, you know, we didn't we didn't have any wingers on the bench, you know. Atano Doi wasn't on the bench. Um, who else wasn't on the bench? Victor Moses, he wasn't on the bench. So I think this also goes to show how much Chelsea need another winger. Um, Leon Bailey, cough, cough. Um, but anyways, um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek played absolutely incredible this game. You know, he did get on the score sheet in the 90th minute. Um... But, you know, this was a very, very good offensive display by Chelsea. You know, 70% possession, you know, held them to only seven shots. Meanwhile, we had 24, you know. Uh, Alvaro Morata, I feel like he could have definitely had a hat-trick in this game. You know, he just, I don't know if he can't shoot or if he's just the most unlucky man in football. Because, like, at halftime, Alvaro Morata should have had three goals. You know, he did get that nice goal in the 22nd minute, but, like, seriously, should have had a hat trick. Um, and props to Joe Hart for that. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, the two goals by Ross Barkley and William both went bottom right corner. So I, I'm so confused how Joe Hart can make these incredible saves on Alvaro Morata one-on-one, and then both Ross Barkley and William pick the exact same corner on him, you know? Both those goals were absolutely incredible. I mean, Willian's goal was an absolute screamer. Um, and I definitely think Willian deserves more respect than he gets. You know, am I saying that I would have liked Chelsea to accept one of the bids from Barca this summer for him? Yes. But, I mean, as long as he says he's happy here, which he does, you know, it's it's the sorry effect. If he says he's happy here, then you know what? Let him play, you know. Maybe his value will go up. Who knows? Um... But overall, it was a great display by Chelsea. It was a great game to watch. Um, and, you know, it, it just goes to show that, you know, Chelsea can be just as good of a team without Eden Hazard as they are with Eden Hazard. And that that's what makes Chelsea deadly because, you know, when you, as soon as you throw in Eden Hazard, well, gee, whoo, it's pr- pretty good, pretty good. But anyways, very happy with this display. Sorry, Ball, once again. Never proves to baffle me wrong. Um, so yeah, anyways, moving on with that. Um, I guess we'll carry on with Murata. Um, so he, he did have a pretty good display on the weekend. Um, but I don't think he's the striker he used to be. And to be honest, I think he needs a change. And to be honest, you know, Giroud isn't doing any better. Like, that guy couldn't score a goal in the moment if he paid for it. You know, so, of course, like always, Chelsea are linked with strikers. Um, and there's two big names that were 
linked with. The one's pretty well known and the other one sort of broke through the scene this year. So let's go off with the one that everyone knows first. We're linked with Mauro Acardi, the famous number nine Argentine forward from Inter Milan. Played about 15 games this season, already scored eight goals. It's a very strong finisher. I mean, wow, this guy has an amazing shot. Um, and I think that he's he's definitely proven himself that he can be an elite number one forward, hands down. Um, now with him, I think he we would definitely have to pay an arm and a leg for him, for sure. Um, but, you know, looking at him, I definitely think that Mauro Cardi would be a great investment. Um, now, on the other hand, he'd probably be... Um, I mean, this is just a guess for me. But I think that Mauro Cardi would easily be 90-plus million. Easily. Um, now, the other guy, I have no idea how to pronounce his first name, but uh, Piatek from Genoa. Now, he's another number nine from Poland. He's only about 23 years old. So, let's see here. He is two years younger than Icardi. Um, and he's absolutely exploded onto the scene this year. You know, he has 12 appearances, 14 goals. Like, he's absolutely doing incredible. I don't think anyone could have predicted that this random 23-year-old Polish kid would explode onto the Serie A scene and pop 14 goals in 12 games. I don't think anyone would expect it of that. Um, now, he, he would probably be around 35 million, I guess. Um, but, you know, I'd like to say the Serie A is a top league, but, you know, people come to the Prem and it's an entirely different league. I mean, just look at Murata. Murata was pretty good in the Serie A. Would these two be the same? Who knows? Um, I definitely think that Akardi is more proven. He's definitely a proven goal scorer. Um, Piazek, I mean, I, I'd be okay if he came to Chelsea. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is would he be like another Andrea Bellotti? Um, you know, same thing, you know, explodes onto the scene, scores a bunch of goals, and then, you know, you know, Bellotti's still good, don't get me wrong. He's still an amazing player. Um, but he's definitely tapered off, and those transfer rumors have sort of disappeared. So who knows? Um, I definitely think the January transfer window is going to be busy for Chelsea. I think we're going to make a few signings, and I definitely, definitely think that a striker is coming to the Blues um, because Morata and Drew are just not holding it, and that's the thing. Saribol has proven to be a pretty good system right now, and we're scoring lots of goals, but just imagine this system with a proven goal-scoring striker. That's what we need right now. Um, anyways... Moving on, oh boy, it's, it's sometimes great to be a Chelsea fan sometimes, because right now, Jose Mourinho is having his annual third season meltdown, and Antonio Conte is linked with Real Madrid. Sometimes jokes just write themselves. Like, I, I honestly can't believe how hilarious this is. You know, Courtois leaves Chelsea to get away from Conte, so Conte goes to Courtois. I, I just love it. It's it's amazing. But anyways, um, Real Madrid, they're not having much luck. They're doing pretty crap this season. Um, they just had a 5-1 loss against Barcelona and El Clasico. You know, look at Kepa. People didn't know if Kepa was going to be good enough to replace Thibaut Courtois. Look at him now. He's allowed four goals in his last eight game. Meanwhile, Courtois just let in five against Barcelona, and Lionel Messi wasn't even in the lineup. Once again, sometimes those jokes just write themselves. And honestly, at the moment, I definitely think that uh, Lopetuzzi of uh, Real Madrid, he's gone. 
hands down, he's gone. Um, and you know what? I think Conte might actually just slide right in there. Um, another contender I'd maybe say is Leonardo Jardim, the old uh, Monaco manager. But I mean, all the signs right now are pointing towards Conte going to uh, going towards Real Madrid. And oh boy, that's that's gonna be fun to see. Um, moving on, as I said, you know Chelsea, we need some wingers. We definitely need some wingers. Um, and to be honest, I think one guy who could definitely fit in, and he's been rumored to come to us, is uh, Herving Lozano from PSV. Um, I definitely think he'd fit our system pretty well. You know, he's he's a great player, has lots of energy. Um, but he's also a good passer, and that's what Chelsea need. We need people who are great, quick passers, who can get the ball forward and maintain possession. You know, he's been in amazing form. You know, he has 11 goals and 4 assists. You know, that's incredible right now. Um, and I definitely think he'd fit. Um, but then, to be honest, you know, is is would PSV pay the price? Would they let him come to us? Um, we'll have to find out. Um, on to some other news that maybe some people might not know as much. The Blues have signed a 16-year-old wonder kid from Finland. And so, let me see, let me just look up his name here. Turin Palosiera. And he's from a Finnish club called Turku. Um, let me see. Oh, no. That was the name of the club. That was the name of the club, sorry. So the name of the club we signed him from is Turin Palacia, and it's a Finnish club based in Turkey. But the kid's name is Lucas Bergstrom. There you go. Sorry about that confusion there. Um, so Bergstrom is definitely going to join the uh, Chelsea Academy. He had a successful trial. Um, and, you know, his goalkeeper coach said he was one of the best goalkeepers that he's had a chance to work with. Um, rumors that he's very good on one-on-one -on -one situations. Um, and at 16 year old, he's, you know, he's still, he's still pretty young. He has time to develop. And I definitely think that, uh, this might be kind of like a Marcin Balka situation. Um, so who knows? We'll see. I think, uh, you know, those European goalies definitely are incredible. So we'll see. And then, uh, to end today's podcast, uh, on a more somber note, um, I just want to send my personal condolences to Leicester City, who lost a key figure of the club, um, who helped them achieve their wildest dreams. Um, I'm sure, as you all know, there was a helicopter crash after the game versus West Ham, and uh, the helicopter uh, crashed in the, in the car lot beside the stadium. Um, so, you know, not only did they lose um, a key figure in their club, you know, you also can't forget um, the heroic pilot who managed to steer the plane away from hundreds of spectators and somehow managed to crash the plane in the car lot away from as many people as he could. So he sacrificed his own life in order to save others. Um, so like I said, I just wanted to end this podcast by sending my condolences to the families of the lives lost in a tragedy in Leicester City. So once again, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I'll try to be a little bit more regular with these, get some more out more frequently. And thanks for listening. Have a good day.